Welcome to Philanthropy Today, where we share informative and inspirational stories on ways individuals impact the quality of life in our communities. Each week, you'll hear stories on how members of our community make a difference through philanthropy. Our goal is to inspire giving by educating listeners on ways to give and how to connect with charitable causes. My name is Dave Lewis. I'm your host of Philanthropy Today. Thank you for joining the show. Looking back at some of the fun opportunities that we had with the CFA Awards, the Community Foundation Awards that were held in March, and we have one of uh, the organizations here in Philanthropy Today that uh, is a uh, an awardee of the Civic Philanthropy Award that went to Common Table. And in our studio today, we have Michael Gassman, who is chair of Common Table. Michael? Grand Poobah, yes. Grand Poobah. Yes. Do you have business cards with that? I don't. Have you considered that? I have. And Stephanie Grankowitz, you are grand? Um, grand queen. Grand queen. Yes. To the poobah. Grand queen assistant to the poobah. Okay. I don't know. However it works. Yes. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your Civic Philanthropy Award. That's outstanding. Thank you. Thank you. It was uh, it was kind of cool. Um, uh sitting there and watching everybody go through the thing and um uh, about halfway through i thought am i gonna have to talk <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a prerequisite <laughs> so you know? i, I didn't, didn't didn't realize that was uh that was going to happen so i was uh we uh, expect un- you to unprepared um so yes it was it was very humbling and uh i just uh, uh so happy for everybody that's been working on yeah. this for so long that um you know get the recognition and and um you know, help us to hopefully move forward. When your name was announced, when Common Table name was announced, what was your reaction? I was trying to shade my eyes from the spotlight first. <laughs> um, no, it was uh, uh, shock, I guess, was the first one because I, you know, again, the, the, this all kind of came out of the blue and um, we've we've all been just um, doing what we do and mm-hmm. uh, didn't expect anything of it. But uh, yeah, it was... Uh, Definitely a shock. Stephanie, were you shocked? Um, yeah, I was shocked. I don't think I, I think I hooped and hollered, which. I heard you. Yeah, there was a lot of hooping and hollering. But um, yeah, it, when you look around that room, I how many people do you estimate were there? Well, there were about 500. And yeah, I mean, there th- were, there were a, over 500 people a there. lot of people there. And, you know, I know a lot of the faces and so many people doing so much good work that it was kind of shocking. Yeah. For our audience, Michael, tell us a little bit about what Common Table does. Common Table provides uh, free meals and uh, breakfasts uh, um, uh, seven days a week. The breakfasts are um, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. I don't know. There's four days in there. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, That one's gone. But uh, dinner's uh, seven nights a week. Um, Absolutely free. No cost. No requirements. Anybody can come, come on in, in and, and enjoy dinner. Yeah, dinner's at six. I bet that there's a tremendous camaraderie in those environments. Yeah, it's it's nice that between uh, you know the neighbors that are coming in on a regular basis, you get to know faces and, and get to know people. And um, you know, once you uh, you know sitting down to dinner with somebody is just something you can't. Um, uh, it's it's just a really nice way to to get to know people, um, and uh, you know, getting to know some of the stories and 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 some of the people that that come on a regular basis. It's it's nice. It's Stephanie. What do you like about being queen? 
Oh, so many things. Um, Do you wear a tiara at dinner? They would laugh at me if I wore a tiara. <laughs> Yeah, I'm usually in t-shirt and sweats. I, I do. I got a petty cash I, I fund wear, for that, right? I wear, I wear the tiara. Do you? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. The so the way one of the things that's really neat about Common Table, each group uh, organizes their meal autonomously. So we're allowed to, you know, do whatever kind of service, cook whatever kind of food. We meet monthly as a group, um, but every single person in our group treats our neighbors and our community members the same way. We don't want this to be a lineup in a soup kitchen, slop on, you know, something that's, you know, barely edible and move off, you know, move on your way. This, these are community members, people that um, do not always get treated with dignity um, in other situations. So we love the fact that they can come in. Um, we do have a lot of people. I know, um, I'm at the First Lutheran and Michael's at First United Methodist. Um, and we do have several people who do not come because of monetary reasons. They just, they're lonely and they like the fellowship. So it's a great community. How's Common Table funded, Michael? Uh, each of the churches um, or the, the hosts provide their own funding for it. We do have a little bit of money in the account that, you know, if anybody really needed some help, we could do it. But um, mainly it's just everybody's been able to to put it together and, and, um, and and uh, provide the meals. How did Common Table come about? Oh golly, um, twenty fourteen is when we started. Um, there was a uh, community survey that was done, and uh, food insecurity was one of the top things that was on the list. And so, got together with uh, Pastor Patrick. I don't know if you know him or not, mm -hmm. Patrick McLaughlin, and um, Aaron, and I think Deb Nuss was there, and a few other community members, and we were just kind of talking about it and kicking it around, and. Um, you know, uh, we decided that, you know, that we, there were three churches that were doing dinners already. Um, but we, we really wanted to expand that. And so we, uh, asked everybody if they would mind, you know, getting together and sitting down and talking about it. And, um, right away, uh, First Lutheran was, uh, really, I guess you guys were in the finishing stages of bringing the meal online at, at First Lutheran right yeah. about that time. Yep. We, yeah. We were in the process. And then, um, yeah, it just kind of went from there. Uh, wherever we could, um, we had people come forward. Um, Andrew Smith um, with uh, LDS uh, came forward and said, hey, we want to do this night. And so it uh, really just kind of, it's been about five years now that we've been doing seven nights a week. Yeah. And we also, so the concept is um, these, the, all the meals are served at the downtown churches. For the majority of our folks, it's easy walking, easy biking, ATA bus, they can get there. Um, so like you mentioned, LDS, um, because they're out, uh, they're north, uh, oh, yeah, northwest. They're from Marlette. Yeah. Yeah. And um, St. Thomas More. Uh, they're pretty far west. So they serve um, out of one of our locations as well. Okay. When you have your meeting, Stephanie, I mean, what is what is that synergy like? Oh, gosh. Um, a lot of people with really good ideas. Um, and oftentimes we find we want to do a lot more than maybe what is realistic currently. But we have big visions. And um, I, I have never really experienced any type. You know, you can be on boards where... Every once in a while, you have somebody who has an agenda or, or there can be differences or grievances, and we all just come together and we really like each other. We are doing the same thing for the same reasons, and um, it's, a great, it's a great group to work with. Michael, let's talk a little bit about 
you know, the inspiration and, and maybe not just common table, but there are so many people in our backgrounds, so many events that, that have happened to us over our lifetimes. Sure. What are some things that have inspired you to to work in a philanthropic a- aspect? Uh, really, family. I mean, that's where it comes from. My uh, my grandmother, um, Evelyn Russell, um, just recently passed, uh, but she was one that she had eight kids. Uh, and so they always had an extra person here or there, or she was helping somebody out at the church or, you know, just always. Um, and, and, uh, my my mother uh, instilled that in me as well. It, it doesn't matter uh, how much or how little you have. Um, if you can share, you should share. So that's um, really what it what it uh, boils down to. Uh, we we call it jokingly in the family the the need to feed. Um, if you come over to uh, you go over to my mom and dad's house within the first minute or two, my dad's going to look up and go, "Have you eaten?" And What's their address? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, that's just. I mean, that's the first thing that we do. That's the first thing we think of as a family. Is you know, you know hey, how can we how can we put some food down you? And uh, so that it, it's uh, for me, it was just very natural to to take it and, and do this with it. Stephanie, same question. I mean, you know, your family has been around for a long time, b- being involved in so many different things. I'm sure that that's been impactful upon for you. Oh, absolutely. Um, the I, I don't want to say it was never an option, but we were just raised with this is just what you do. You can't have a community unless you're willing to be a part of the community. Um, so honestly, I've never really thought much about it because um, like Michael was mentioning, when you're raised around it, it's just it becomes your norm. And when he was mentioning the food part, I think this is um, a great collaboration because in the same form, it's the community part. When you look around, I mean, gosh, I can't imagine as, you know, we have two children. I can't imagine as a mother or father um, being at a point in my life where I couldn't figure out how to feed my children. That's just, that's just something I can't imagine. And if we can all come together and, and keep doing what we do so that folks don't have that worry, then we'll just keep doing it. Michael, when you look at Common Table, and you had kind of teased on this a little bit earlier, you have opportunities that are ahead of you. Yes. And that has to really give you just a tremendous sense of oh, excitement for I, what the, the potential is. I, I, yeah. Um, if anybody watched the video, you saw that, that, you know, I started thinking about and talking about, you know, the, what we want to do. And, and from the very beginning, you know, it, it wasn't just about um, uh, feeding our neighbors um, or any, you, it, it's, I'm a, I'm a, went to culinary school and I'm a chef, worked in the industry for years, but I, I, I love to teach as well. So that's, that's where we want to go with this. Um, where I want to go with it, um, is, uh, not just, uh, feeding folks, but, um, teaching basic cooking skills, teaching food safety, teaching job skills, you know, those kind of things that, that are, you know, f- for, for me, they were, you know, we cooked at home. We all knew how to do the stuff. And, you know, in the conversations I've had with folks, it's it's shocking to me, I guess, that quite a few people that just, they don't cook at home so much. So, they don't know how to do it. And um, and I'm one of those. So, it's, uh, and and if, if, if you go to uh, harvesters or, you know, one of the food distributions, sometimes you get a, you know, a sack of potatoes or, you know, a cabbage or two or, you know, whatever they have that they're 
that they're uh, doing with uh, what they're handing out that day. And if you don't know what to do with it, it doesn't do you any good. So I want to just kind of share my, uh, my, my real skill set is, is making something out of whatever's in the cabinet, whatever's in the fridge. And so that's, I, I get asked a lot, you know, what are you having for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. I got to go open the fridge and find out. So, you know, that's, that's kind of the, the fun part for me. And uh, it's, it's nice to get that feedback, you know, from everybody that, that they enjoy it. And, and uh, yeah, that's okay. I don't know. Stephanie, I'll turn it over to you now. Let's talk a little bit about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, which has got, you know, its tentacles in so many different areas. How do you feel that the foundation can can really help support community philanthropic goals? Things, you know, when you when you talk about common table, you know, GMCF has a hand. How how does that help and and what do you hope for? Oh gosh. And well, I think it helps in multiple ways. For one, if an organization is part of the GMCF, it really shows that we're a legitimate, viable, uh, functioning agency here in town. And we need the help of, you know, the staff and the volunteers through the GMCF to reach out to donors, to reach out to foundations, to help spread the word, to explain exactly what we do and exactly what our needs are. I think anybody who's into any type of philanthropy, any type of volunteer work knows that the number one need tends to be financial support. You know, when we're doing the work that we're doing with, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of volunteers, a pretty big budget, and we're seeing increasing numbers, you know, Manhattan's growing, um, the needs, um, financial needs of a lot of community members who even two or three years ago were more financially stable than they are now. Rent's high. They're having trouble paying their utilities. So when we're seeing the need grow in Manhattan, having the GMCF really support, you know, our group and other groups, it provides access to funding we may never even know exists. Michael, once the CFAs concluded. Mm-hmm. What kind of response did you get from people after, you know, after you were uh, given that uh, that nice little green mm, fancy crystal fancy award? Yeah. Um, I've had several people come up and, and say that they had never heard of Common Table before and wanted to know, you know, what we're about. Um, I've had uh people that I've known for years that had no idea that I was doing this or that this was going on and how can we help? And they, they wanted to know more about uh, what we do and who we are. And so it was just, it really was exciting to, to be able to, to talk about what we're, what we're trying to get done. Well, extending that outreach is key to the success mm-hmm. of any mm-hmm. effort for any nonprofit. Yeah, absolutely. And so that, uh, that bodes well for you in the future. And and uh, continued good work. It's a, it's neat what you do and oh, what uh, what this little committee. And do you have an idea, Stephanie? How many volunteers you have that work on behalf of Common Table? That the what eleven meals altogether each week? Yeah, yeah. So there's eleven meals. Okay, I'm just going to go with my site. Okay, boy. Um, I know St. Thomas More has thirteen teams. Um, that consists of like eight to 10 people per team because they do a rotating base. Our site has over 60. So let's go with a lot. Yeah. 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 Like That's hundreds, in the hundreds. And, uh, hundreds and hundreds. hundreds. Yeah. It, yeah. It takes a lot. We are looking at um, 
you know, on average, we serve what 80 meals a night. I would say that's an average right now. Yeah. 75. With, with that in the, yeah. 70, 70, 75. Yeah. yeah. Every night, right seven nights a week. Doesn't matter the weather. We serve on holidays. So it takes a lot, a lot of good people. Well, you've um, helped create something that's truly special in our community and something that I think a lot of people obviously reflect on with a great sense of pride. And and also, you instill hope in others, too. I hope so. Yeah, I do. I have yeah. every, every, everything we can do to help out. It's uh, It feels good. Congratulations again on the CFA, and thanks for all the work that you and, and all those volunteers do. Oh, thanks, Dave. Thank you. We appreciate this. Thank you for joining us for Philanthropy Today, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. You can always learn more about the GMCF at our website, mcfks.org. We also invite you to subscribe to Philanthropy Today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Lewis. I'm proud to host Philanthropy Today. It's hosted and produced in the Ad Astra Cast Studios in downtown Manhattan, Kansas. Thank you.